News. From the Sky News Centre at midday, Prince Harry's admitted he's had a difficult relationship with the tabloids and at times it's left him feeling depressed and paranoid. The Duke of Sussex is giving evidence at the High Court in his case against the publishers of the Daily Mirror. He's accusing them of phone hacking to get stories on him. Our correspondent Tom Cheshire has been reading Harry's newly released written evidence. I believe that both mine and my associates' voicemail messages were hacked by the defendant that is the Mirror newspaper group, and that it used other unlawful means to obtain private information about me, including material that has come from listening to live calls I also made on my landlines. Mirror Group newspapers denies wrongdoing. Ukraine's accusing Russian forces of blowing up a dam in a part of southern Ukraine. An emergency has been declared and thousands of people have had to leave their homes along the Dnipro River as water gushes free. Moscow's blaming Kiev. Baroness Hallett has set out exactly where she stands in the legal row between the government and the COVID inquiry. In my view, it is for the inquiry chair to decide what is relevant or potentially relevant. The chair was speaking at the start of a preliminary hearing ahead of the inquiry starting up. The cabinet office disagrees with her and says it shouldn't have to hand over all of Boris Johnson's unredacted WhatsApp messages if they aren't linked to the inquiry's work. 1,700 bus drivers who work for Arriva are going on strike for four days this month over pay. The action will mainly affect North and East London. Sport and Postacoglu is to become the first Australian to manage in the Premier League after Tottenham appointed the Celtics boss on a four-year contract. And Apple's to upgrade its autocorrect feature so it no longer changes one of the most commonly used bad words. The ducking substitution forces iPhone users to rewrite texts. That's the latest. I'm Faye De Silva. Ribble FM. Weather. Any cloud cover will slowly burn away throughout the day, leading to a fine and dry day with increasing amounts of warm sunshine. Winds will remain light and the maximum temperature is expected to reach 17 degrees.
Good everyone and welcome to the Business Hour here on Ribble FM. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, formerly of the Property Show, which I know you're all familiar with. I know that because uh, you've been sending in your messages, um, which is uh, we're very grateful for, wishing us luck on the uh, new show, the Business Hour. And um, one message in particular, which I'll come on to in a little while, but let me just outline what we're going to be doing today. So, um, today we've got, uh, as a little bit of a nod 
to our show, the former show, the property show, we've got a couple of our friends from Stones Young Financial Services, uh, namely Nigel Stones, the uh, clue is in the name, and John Jarmany. Now, they're going to be talking in the next segment about pensions, inheritance tax, investments, wills, and all that kind of thing. So, slightly uh, related to the property market, but, um, I mean, the reason we've um, altered the show, it's not going to change too much in its format, but uh, we're going to broaden it out so that we can invite other businesses as well as uh, those which which were linked to the property market. Obviously, we called it the uh, property show initially because I'm an estate agent. I've been um, one for nearly 40 years. In fact, um, it'll be 40 years next year. Can you believe that? 1984. Um, pre, pre-mobile phones, pre-internet. My God. Um, and you know what? The best thing was that uh, we sold more houses then than uh, we do today. Amazing. Anyway, uh, just going back to um, the messages that we've um, received, uh, which we are very grateful for. We had one which um, it was sent to me direct. Um, I won't name the lady, but obviously, but um, it was from a, um, a single mother from Clitheroe who messaged in and she was thanking us for one of the shows that we did where the guest was a lady called Katie Marshall. Now, Katie was then the manager of the Citizens Advice Bureau here in Clitheroe. And I invited Katie in because I wanted her to address the subject of debt. Um, the kind of the other side of the coin, if you like, uh, particularly related to property. So we were looking at things like mortgage arrears, um, uh, sort of letting arrears, things like that. But of course, once you get to that stage, you've probably... Um, incurred debts elsewhere, maybe with store cars, credit cars, this type of thing. And Katie was an absolute revelation on the show. We got so many messages afterwards uh, because I didn't realise and... um this was the thing that there were there, there are it's a big subject but there were basically two types of debt um, there's one debt that you you kind of have to address that you have to pay or you have to make some arrangement to pay something and then there's secondary debts that you can either uh, pay a lot less or even have put aside for, for a period so that you can gauge where you are sort of um, plan plan your sort of financial future because this lady saw no end to she, she felt as though she was, well, in a message that she was literally going down the plug hole, to be honest. But she said to us that um, after the show with Katie, it gave her the strength to reach out for help. And basically now um, she contacted Citizens Advice and she's now been able to structure a plan uh, so that she can see light at the end of the tunnel. She's, uh, she's no longer afraid of, you know, answering the phone, opening mail. Um, all the people that she owed money to, don't get me wrong, she's still got debt, but she's managing it now and she can see a future. So that was uh, really gratifying to... Um to have that message through. So, and there must be other people, I'm sure there are out there, uh, facing these types of, um, these types of problems, but um, face them up and uh, there is, there is a, a way out. Um, so that was very gratifying to hear. Now, another thing that we're going to be doing on um, 
the business hour is we used to have um, a property quiz question on the property show. Now we're going to alter that slightly in that uh, the quiz questions moving forward are going to be more related to the guests that are coming in. But again, just a bit of a nod to our property show previously. The question is this, which we'll give the answer to before the end of the show. Um, and it's this, which which firm, which firm of estate agents is broadly regarded as being the oldest firm of estate agents in the UK? Um, there may be one or two who will lay claim to it, but um, generally within the industry, there is one that stands out. So we'll give you the answer to that a little bit later. Um, so what we'll do, we'll come back in the second segment with our guests and uh, we'll be having a look at pensions, investments and inheritance tax after this. Something to call my love. 
Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and I'm joined today by two of our friends from Stones Young Financial Services. As I mentioned before, Nigel Stones and John Jarmany. Good afternoon, gents. Good afternoon, Andrew. Good afternoon. <laughs> Don't look so nervous. Um, we've had a few of your colleagues in uh, previously, but uh, they've been looking at more sort of mortgages and, and the like. Um, I mean, one thing to say about Stones Young, obviously we've been associated for a while now, and uh, a lot of financial services uh, companies tend to do generally just mortgages but you do the whole range don't you Nigel? Yeah we do we, we, we cover most aspects of financial services going from from mortgages to life assurance uh, protection pensions investments um, wills inheritance tax planning the, the full the full uh, rodeo really. Yeah because they all kind of link into one don't they? Um, I know we were talking off air before about um, well um, I think I've mentioned on the air before I got uh, recently got married and um, once you do that uh, apart from everything else that follows <laughs> that um, a lot of the things that you've planned for financially in the past tends to go out the window I'm, um, I mean the first thing that um, struck me was to have to alter all the wills uh, I think that's more more your side is it John, the, the wills? Yes I usually do with the wills Yeah. <laughs> so what what kind of, uh, what would you be saying to me as a, as a newly married man apart from uh, is it still lasting? <laughs> well, do you want to be in control of um, of where of your assets, of where they go? Well, absolutely. I mean, I can, I can remember not uh, um, wanting to butt in, but I can remember when I first um, took out my pension, I think I was 19, um, when I took it out with Equitable Life, sadly, because they sort of uh, faded away. But um, it, at that time, the um, that was an IFA chap, I think, who... Um, uh, Sol Minati recommended that I took a will at 19. Well, it's a good idea at any age. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in the future and uh, you want to make sure that things happen that you're in control of because otherwise there's uh, something called the laws of intestacy and that's basically where the state decides what happens to what you own. Yeah. And uh, not many people understand those and even when you get your head around it, do you want to be the one in control of that or do you want the state to decide? Yeah, a lot of people think it's... Well, everybody I talk to, you know, you talk to people sort of in the pub or at the squash club or whatever, they all, they all think it's an age thing, that they should be older before they start thinking about these things. But you need to be planning right from the off, don't you, really? Well, people often don't think about preparing until it becomes the last minute. And sometimes it's, it can be too late by then or, or you're not doing things properly uh, because you do need to plan things in advance. And uh, it's very important, really, especially with financial affairs. Yeah, well, I know we've all got children. I mean, my son, um, well, he's getting married next year as well, but they they bought a property together. And um, I know I keep uh, on to him that uh, he should be sitting down, really, with uh, probably people like yourself, because uh, every every situation is, is different, isn't that right? You can't just have a one covers all, can you, really? Every situation is different, and sometimes uh, people don't know what they don't know. So there can be things that, that we know as financial professionals that uh, someone else might not know, and it's very important. And it's not just about making a will either. It's about your whole estate planning so that you make sure that, that you're looking after the people you care about and that you're in control of what happens next. I mean, there's powers of attorney as well, for instance, not just wills. So in, in terms of... I suppose a lot of people listening in will think that a will 
would have to be drawn up by a solicitor, but could, you can do that as well, can you? We can do that, yeah. Right. So it's... Uh, well, that's interesting, that, because um, I, I wasn't fully aware of that myself, but the fact that they wouldn't have to be going here, there and everywhere, if you, they can sit down with you, even as younger people, and uh, start to um, start to plan for the future, um, then they can, presumably, from there, they can alter things as they go along and as they progress and get older, maybe get married, have children, move house etc that would be the that would be the way forward absolutely yeah and we can guide them every step of the way well let's have a look at that in the next segment but um uh we'll come back to both of you after this 106.7 ripple fm is debt piling up on your doorstep are you avoiding opening letters or answering calls is debt weighing you down Start lifting that burden today. Christians Against Poverty are here to give you a helping hand to deal with the paperwork, the calls, the stress, and ultimately to find freedom from debt. A member of our Clitheroe Debt Centre team can visit you in your home in the BB7 postcode area. Give us a call on 0800 328 0006 and start your cap journey now. That's 0800 328 0006. The Ribble Valley is a place of beauty, countryside, farming, country pursuits, outdoor sports and hard-working folks. So the right vehicle is important, like a pickup with a three and a half ton towing capacity, plus one ton payload, huge spacious interior, heated leather seats front and rear, heated steering wheel, selectable four high, four low and two wheel drive on a switch. Add to this a seven year, 150,000 mile warranty. And there is only one choice, the Sangyong Muso, a pickup born and bred to be a grafter. Available locally from Dales Automotive at Kelbrook. You need a rewired job, a new kitchen fit, bathroom installing, tiles and plastering, plumbing, central heating, a building refurb job. Call One Stop Refurbs, Dale to the lot. One Stop Refurbs. One Stop Refurbs. One Stop Refurbs. Call Burnley now on 426 4269888. Finance packages available too. Make your first stop one stop.
the business hour i'm your host andrew duncan and today i'm joined as you know by nigel stones and john germany from stones young financial services now in the first segment we looked at uh, the importance of writing a will and how powers of attorney can be attached to that um john you were you were touching on that um i know um these things are all interlinked to all the things I've been looking at, uh, as you do at my time of life, <laughs> is uh, inheritance tax, uh, because that's becoming more and more of an issue for a lot of people who maybe five or ten years ago, they never thought they'd even be looking at inheritance tax. No, well, the government raked in a, about, about £7 billion pounds from it last year. Really? I mean, it's been a big money spinner. It's, it's forecast to be more like £8 billion next year. The problem is the bans were frozen, the, the amount you can pass on um, without being taxed, and uh, they're still frozen for another five years, and things like house prices, they're going up. So it means more and more people every year are being caught in the trap, and they're getting taxed at 40%. Really? Really? I mean, that's a huge chunk, isn't it? Huge uh, amount, yes. Yeah. So uh, if you if you've got two hundred thousand pounds over the limit because your house has gone up in price, then that's another eighty thousand pound tax. Yeah. So how do you how do you go about mitigating that? There's all sorts of ways. There's um, you can make gifts, um, and then there's something called a seven year rule, which again is quite complex. Um, you can put things into trust. And again, those are complex financial instruments you're best talking to a financial advisor about. Um, There are all sorts of ways. I mean, most people can actually either mitigate a lot or get rid of inheritance tax altogether if they plan in advance. The problem is some people have tried to do it themselves and not understood what they're doing. So, for instance, they've given a house to their child, thinking that that completely puts it outside their estate. And then the government's come and 
charged them 40% on it after the event. So really? They've not been expecting that. And uh, they've made a lot of money off that in the last year alone. And there'll be a lot of things, won't there, that... Um I mean, we were talking again off air that uh, there's lots of things that come into inheritance tax, um, pensions, um, although you, I think you mentioned that most pensions, if they're written properly at the beginning, should fall outside of inheritance tax, hopefully. Yeah, you should need to check. So, for instance, your life insurance, you need to check that it's written in trust, um, your pensions about the nominations. So, Nigel, you know a lot about this. Well, uh, yeah, as, as you mentioned there, Andrew, is, is that the, the pensions uh, can fall into people's estate if if they, if they don't um, if, they, if they're not written into trust um, you know and I think I think sort of when obviously John was mentioning there about the inheritance tax limit being frozen is when you think about the increase in property prices when you think about life policies when you think about the value of pensions if people have been in a pension for let's say sort of 30 40 years you know that's not, a lot of the time that can be not just sort of 30 40 grand it can be three four hundred thousand yeah. and when you add that onto the value of your estate it can it can uh, it can mean sort of uh, a, a nasty shot when it comes to uh, to dealing with it so we'd o- we'd always recommend that people make sure that they nominate beneficiaries on the pensions uh, make sure that the pensions properly written into trust um, to make sure that the people that they want it to be passed on to uh, receive it I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that haven't got a clue uh, what their pensions are doing other than uh, that they pay into it each month. I mean, again, would they be better coming to see people... Well, they would, wouldn't they? Uh, Coming to see people like yourself who could have a look and make sure that they've been written properly at the very beginning. Yeah. As I said, I think think sort of... What people sort of tend to do is they'll tend to forget about the pension. They'll just assume it's something that they can't, that they don't have any control over. Well, unfortunately, is is that I think sort of sometimes pensions have had a, a bit of a bad rap purely because of the fact that people haven't haven't looked at the pensions in a good number of in a good number of years. You know, and and, and I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the time as well is they don't know what risk profile they are. They don't know what uh, what returns they're getting from the pension. They'll just leave it uh, continuing to run, just thinking that it's it's doing the job. When you know a, a conversation with either myself or John will uh, will hopefully sort of ed- educate them to say, well, look, you can do a lot more with your pension than what a lot of people think that they can. And would this apply also to pensions that are that they contribute to via their employment, via their salary? Absolutely, could, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 Because I think with the with the um, with the when auto enrolment came in, which basically uh, uh, made it compulsory for people to paying to pensions again you know people who are on some decent salaries will be paying uh, at least eight percent of the salary into a pension so um you know it that, that money can soon tot up so it's worth uh, it's worth ha- having a chat with somebody yeah i don't suppose a lot of these companies um that have um uh, the, the, these pensions that they had to introduce will have the ongoing support will they for their employees no, they won't. The, 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 the majority of the pensions are set up uh, for the employee, for, for the employer rather than the employee. So it is important to get outside advice. It's a massive topic, isn't it? Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that and uh, and investments um, after this.
welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and I'm joined today by Nigel Stones and John Germany uh, from Fa- uh, Stones Young Financial Services. It's a fascinating uh, topics we've been covering with uh, wills, inheritance tax, pensions, and we're going to talk about investments shortly. Just going back to inheritance tax, John, um, you were going to uh, tell us about the actual thresholds because you get a certain amount of allowance, don't you, to, to set against uh, your assets? You do, yeah. I'll try and go over it briefly, but you are better talking to a financial advisor about it because it's it's personal to the individual. No, you, wait, when you say financial advisor, you mean you, don't well, you? Ideally, <laughs> me, but if, you, if you've yeah, already got yeah. one, talk to them, of that, course. That, but that's it, yeah. Absolutely, I'd like you to talk to me. But um, 325000 that's the threshold that's the amount you've got that you can pass on tax free and that's why it's catching so many people out because especially with property going up and obviously with inflation um people are more and more people are being caught out every year you can inherit your partners your your spouse's inheritance tax band as well but you have to claim that which not a lot of people know right and you can also get something on your property but that's that's one hundred and seventy-five thousand. But only if you're passing your property that you live in onto a direct descendant, which again right. catches people out. So right. it's always worth double checking these things. So if you're married, does that mean you've got nearly a million? It does mean you could potentially have a million altogether. Yeah, between you. But again, it's all individual. To it's it's very difficult, isn't it, to talk in exact terms when everybody's finances are, are so different, aren't they, really? It does, and the danger is that you can assume something because you know that figure of one million, you think, I'm fine, yeah. and then things happen and the government comes knocking saying, you know, uh, you owe us a lot of money. Yeah, and this could happen after the event and take a lot of um, beneficiaries by, well, surprises. It has. Uh, the, yeah. the government made millions and millions last year by yeah. reclaiming tax on people who didn't think they had to pay it. So you've, you've really got to sit down and analyse what, you, what you're worth, aren't you? I, including uh, your pension, as you were saying, Nigel. I mean, pension amounts these days, I mean, how have uh, investments been going over the last... Uh, lots of people who've had, say, a pension for 20 years. I mean, it must have grown massively. Well, I think a lot of that um, also then depends on where they've had the money invested. Because, again, um, a lot of the time is, is that when people take out a pension and they don't review their investments, then uh, they don't review where the money's invested. Sometimes it can be sat in a low-risk fund where it's not done a great deal over the over the last 20 years. Uh, or sometimes it can be in a high-risk fund... Um, Again, that's really where you need to be looking at sitting down with a financial advisor and making sure that whatever your uh, risk approach, that the, that the money that's invested is is invested in accordance with that risk approach. And that's something that uh, we, we say to our clients on, a, on an ongoing basis. Uh, do you find that many clients have, I know you say about risk approach, but do, do they have an idea of how risk-averse they want to be, or do you kind of help them with that? Well, again, we sort of go through various risk profiling methods to to try and help people establish what the what the correct risk approach is. Again, what you generally tend to find is, is that sort of people who've got sort of 30, 40 years to go towards retirement, uh, and again, this is, in, this is in general terms, not specific advice, is, is that they can afford to generally take that little bit more risk because they've got a, a long time invested, yeah. whereas people who are looking to 
let, let's say, looking to retire within the next five years, should generally speaking look to reduce the risk to protect the, to, to protect the fund that they've built up. And, and is it right that people who, um, like my son, for example, he works for a, quite a large company, has a, a pension with them, but could he elect to have a pension that, uh, a separate one that would sit outside of that? You, 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 well, in, in, in reality, you can have as many pensions as you like, as right. long as you, as long as it meets the limits and as long as you don't contribute more than the um, more than you're allowed to do. Right. Um, but yes, you, yes, you can do. In reality, is, is that you generally speaking, you'd have your work scheme. But it's it's funny you answer, it's funny you ask that question because what tends to happen is is that when people move from job to job, is is that they'll leave a pension where it where it previously was, and if they've moved from sort of three or four different jobs, they might have three or four different pensions that are just left left there in in limbo pretty much um, and people just think that it will automatically continue to sort itself out well unfortunately it doesn't so that's where you've got as, as an individual as an individual you've got to take control yourself and whether that's doing whether that's sort of doing the research yourself or whether that's the case for speaking to a financial advisor to to assist in that particular process it's it's your pension it's your responsibility well there must be more and more of those types of people i mean how many people have a job for life these days they've they must have moved half a dozen times and mm. probably can't even remember where their pensions are they yeah. must be cumulatively they must be um well a lot of the time you you hear of people uh, if it's the right advice pulling them together into one pot i, I presume if, if that's the way to go well, yeah again i think and i think before you do something like that is, is that you do need to take financial advice because i think there are there are some of the older type plans that will allow uh, that that will that will promise certain benefits and i think if those if those particular benefits aren't explained to you sometimes people will just automatically think that right okay well it's got a fund value of 20,000 quid I'll transfer it away into my, into my current scheme well if that that might have valuable benefits in there going back to sort of uh, maybe sort of 20 30 years ago so it's it's important to sit down with somebody who knows what they're doing to to run through the various options with you Again, there's no broad brush, is there? You, you were saying, John, that uh, people really just need to come in, um, bring what they've got, and then you can assess, well, assess everything, really, can't you? And, and the pensions, their investments, uh, whether they've got a will or not, all sort of um, links together, uh, which could affect, ultimately, their inheritance tax when they get older. Well, that's what we do. And uh, the... One of the most common things I've had said to me this year when a client's come to talk to me is uh, the biggest regret I have, John, is that I didn't come and speak to you ten years ago. Well, yeah, this is this is the thing. Well, let's uh, let's recap and uh, have a look at all this in the final section after this. The Voice of the Valley, one hundred six point seven Ripple FM. Stop! Don't put a cotton bud in your ear. You're making things worse. Hearsense are professional independent audiologists and offer clinical earwax removal as well as hearing health assessments and hearing aids. Hearing is a very precious sense, so look after it by making an appointment with Kate at Hearsense based at Clitheroe Leisure. Visit hearsense.co.uk for more details. Whether you missed a couple of items or need a full set, school uniforms are what we do best. And we make it so easy. All our stock is in a display, organised in school order, size order and easy to reach. Plus, we have plenty of stock. RVS have been supplying all local school uniforms for over 20 years. So come and see us behind NatWest Bank or visit our website at rvsschoolwear.co.uk. 
ACH Catering is your go-to for special occasions and events in the Ribble Valley. We offer a wide range of services that bring the restaurant to your home. From private catering to birthday parties, special occasions, home dinners, events and masterclasses. Our experienced team will ensure your event is a success, providing you with delicious, fresh food and professional service. Whether you're planning a birthday party or a special occasion, let us make it unforgettable. Contact us today at 07506 510301 to discuss how we can make your event special. It's time to get away with a foldaway. Escape to the country with one of our folding mobility scooters. Here at Modern Mobility, we understand the importance of keeping your independence and enjoying days out with your family and friends. We have some of the lightest and quickest folding mobility scooters, so you don't have to miss out on anything. With easy payment options and friendly experts on hand at all times, finding your ideal scooter has never been easier. Why not visit our shop located on Castle Street or give us a call on 01200 760 006 and discover your perfect staycation scooter now. You flip the script for the hell of it Addicted to betrayal but you're relevant You're terrified to look down Cause if you dare, you see the glare Everyone you burn just to get there It's coming back around And I keep my side of the street clean You wouldn't know what I mean Karma is my boyfriend Karma is a god Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend Karma's a relaxing thought Aren't you envious that for you it's not Your little webs of opacity My pennies made your crown Trick me once, trick me twice Don't you know that cash ain't the only price It's coming back around And I keep my side of the street clean You On your scent like a bounty hunter Karma's gonna track you down Step by step from town to town Sweet like justice, karma is a queen Karma takes all my friends to the summit Karma is the guy on the screen Coming straight home to me
Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm your host, Andrew Duncan, and today I'm joined by Nigel Stones and John Jarmany from Stones Young Financial Services. We've uh, we've had a fascinating uh, chat today. Really, we could have done with a couple of hours, to be honest. I'm sure we'll have you back at some stage. Um, we were talking uh, earlier about... Um, I know you've said this um, a few times, John, that people should see a financial advisor. When you say that, um, are all financial advisors the same? or No, they're not. Uh, we are independent financial advisors, so that means we have access to the whole market. So is, that, is that what they call IFAs? Is that's that, right, yeah, exactly the, right, yeah. yeah. So we can, we can access the whole market to find what is the best product for the client that we're serving. Uh, some, a lot of financial advisors are tied. That means that they can only recommend specific products. So they'll be looking within a, 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 a narrow range, basically. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can address really every eventuality of all these topics that we've mentioned. We can, absolutely, yeah. And we're highly regulated, so we... You know, you, obviously it means that everything we do is going to go through certain regulations so we're going to be making the best of what we do we're going to be tailoring what we do to the individual and yeah. offering the best product from the whole market Well I mentioned previously that uh, a lot of people certainly a lot of people I know and uh, we probably all know only tend to address financial matters when, when <laughs> as, they, as they start to get older and uh, probably thinking about um, when their pension might be able to whether they can access their pensions and things like this but really uh, what you're saying is am I right in thinking they should be looking at uh, things right from the very early stages, Nigel, would you say? Well, yeah, particularly sort of the, the, the comment I mentioned earlier on, particularly in relation to pensions. If a pension's going to be invested for the next 30, 40 years, the decision that you make 30, 40 years ago can have a tremendous bearing on the, the amount of value that you're going to have in your pension 30, 40 years down the line. So it's important to, to get advice at an early stage, um, particularly with regards to pensions, uh, and just make sure that you, you know, you um, that, that you're in the right place as far as the investment side of things is, is concerned. Yeah. So I mean, going back to I mentioned my son earlier on, who's only in his uh, early twenties. I suppose one of the key things when you're at that age is perhaps, uh, or the key triggers, it might be when you buy your first property, and that should sort of push you into all of these areas really shouldn't it wills pensions inheritance and they, they might not be thinking about inheritance tax at, at that stage but um they all interlink don't they they do all interlink and I, th- and I think sort of yes it's yes inheritance tax might not be a particular issue for your for your son for example um but but particularly with regards to the pension is you know that is something that we, it, he's going to be living off at at some point in the future so it's important for him to make sure that he's um, looking at maximising the returns from it Plus it's good would you say well I'm sure you would to get a a relationship established with a firm like yours um, early on so that uh, because things change don't they John you you know as as we've mentioned you, you get married you have children maybe get divorced uh, or you have to sell the house or whatever but all these things affect your finances so you should be looking at that all along the way really and taking advice as to what you should be doing at these life-changing events you certainly should the earlier you start doing it the better and uh, many people don't understand certain parts of the law as well so and and a financial professional will you know so for instance with your will um, you know certain things happen to that when you get married or when you get divorced 
and uh, your, your life is changing and uh, things might happen that you're not expecting if you haven't sought advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, think, I think the one good thing about um, us, as a, us as a company as well is, is that we can actually deal with all aspects from, you know, when it, whether it's buying your first house, whether it's looking for insurance, whether it's looking for pensions, uh, investments, inheritance tax. And I think the, the thing, well, the issue with regards to your son, I think is particularly important, is, is that if you get into a regular routine of, of, of speaking to a financial profession and it, it then becomes habit you yeah. know, rather rather than well I'm moving house so I'll speak to a I'll speak to a mortgage advisor well you know speak continue to speak to us as financial advisors on an ongoing basis and like you've mentioned there is is that if you build up a relationship with a firm that you feel as though you can work with and trust yeah. then you know we're, we're here to help well as many people just tend to think, well, I'll get a mortgage, get a mortgage broker, get a solicitor, and that's me done. When really, they should be looking at the whole picture, shouldn't they? You know, uh, they all interlink. This should, and uh, we have professionals that deal with every aspect as well, don't we, Nigel? We do, we do. Well, that's one of the things, because over the... I know um, your company's been on the show, this will be the third time, and each time you come on, I see different professionals, because you all specialise in certain areas, don't you? Yeah, well, as I said, I think I think with the with the amount of products that are available, particularly with regards to mortgages, insurances, pensions, investments, you know, there, there's a there's a there's a massive choice out there. Um, and what we've decided as a company is is that to to have uh, individuals and professionals that will specialise in those particular areas because we feel by doing that way we can give the best uh, possible advice to our clients. Well, I think that pretty much sums it up, Nigel. Really, you've uh, you've covered everything there. It is a it is a huge uh, area to look at. I'm sure we'll have you back at some stage. Uh, we didn't quite touch on the investments, but um, we'll get you back later on in the year and uh, have a look at things like that. Can I just uh, thank you both for coming in today? It's uh, it's been great to um, pleasure. Nice to speak to you. Thank you, Andrew. No problem. I really enjoyed that. Um, So um, we're going to be continuing with the business hour. Um, Next month, we have um, the uh, people there from uh, Simpsons Farm over at Old Lango there. We're going to be looking at the Lodge Park and the opportunities uh, that arise there. And um, as I say, can I just thank uh, Nigel and John for coming in today. Blackers, as ever, who's produced the show excellently. There he is through the window. (laughs) And uh, I mustn't forget... As I sometimes do, the answer to the quiz question. So the question was, uh, which firm of estate agents is largely regarded as being the oldest firm in the UK? Well, the answer to that is Chesterton's. Now, the reasoning behind this is that it's documented in uh, 1805, would you believe, that Charles Chesterton was one of the first people to be collecting rents uh, in London. And they later rebranded as Chesterton's, so they are officially the oldest firm of estate agents in the country. So, thank you for listening in, and nothing now remains but to thank you for supporting me in the property show, and now in the business hour, I look forward to seeing you next month, until then, take care. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle of the rest of 
my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Mr. Beer Melon, Beer Melon, get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. And oh, my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me, Na 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 na
online and on your smartphone app. 106.7 Ribble FM. On 106.7 FM, streaming from our website and on smart speakers, live and local across the Ribble Valley, Ribble FM. 